Welcome to the Gift of Love broadcast, where love is your greatest gift. Our mission is to teach the world the power of loving God and loving others. The greatest gift for you and me, the greatest gift for humanity, the greatest gift for all to see. Hello and welcome to the Gift of Love broadcast, where love is your greatest gift. I'm Lyndon Batiste and thank you for allowing me to bring inspiration, hope and love into your lives. Yes, we are all evolving into love, becoming the better versions of ourselves. I believe that there is nothing more important than personal development, in particular, your spiritual development. I believe that every other aspect of your life is impacted when your spiritual clarity is increased, when your vision for your life, when your understanding of the divine, the divinity that is in you, when that is crystallized, I believe that every other aspect that you want to see advanced will happen when you start at the core, at the center, at the foundation that is your spiritual self. Today, I want to continue on my series, Lessons from My Father. And today, I want to talk about the context of life. The context of life. And this is another illustration of how I was impacted by my journey with my father as he transitioned, as he graduated to heaven. And one of the principles that I learned that has helped me to evolve into a better version of myself. The context of life. Now, first, let's talk about what do I mean by context? A simple definition. Context, the circumstances that form the setting for an event, statement or idea. And in terms of which it can be fully understood and assessed. So what I'm saying today at the at our basic root is that there is a context for life that I believe we often miss. Um. And that is because we do not have a proper view of life. We do not have a proper understanding of life because we view it out of context. So in other words, when something is viewed out of context or or heard out of context, usually what it means is that you're unable to see the big picture. So, for example, if you walked in on a conversation and two people are talking and you heard the last five seconds, but did not hear the previous three minutes, there's a chance that you would totally misunderstand what was really being said and what was meant by those within those last five seconds because you didn't get the whole picture. We do that all of the time when a statement is pulled out from a conversation or from an interview and it looks totally different as opposed to if you were to see the entire interview or the entire conversation. And I believe many of us, we live our lives in sort of a tunnel vision and we're focused on success. We're focused on accomplishing. We're focused on achieving. We're, we're focused on uh, belonging or, 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 or impressing the Joneses, as they say, that we miss the big picture. So therefore, we view life out of context. And this is the lesson that I learned from my father, the context of life, context of life. A few days after my father graduated, I remember arriving back home from out of town and I came to my parents home 
and one of the first things that I saw was my father's car in the driveway. Then I went inside the home and I saw all of my father's things, all of his stuff, his office, all of his books, all of his clothes, his nice shoes and his suits. And it was in that moment that I realized that life is not about the things that we possess, the things that we can accumulate, the wealth, the power or the fame or the prestige. Because in that moment, I realized that all of that at that moment meant nothing. It meant nothing, nothing to me. It meant nothing to the rest of my family. It meant nothing to my father. And although I'd heard of this before, is a difference when the spirit and the universe decides to emphasize this in your life. And for the first time, I realized Jesus's comments in the book of Matthew, chapter six, verses 19 through 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And that's the NIV version. And here is Jesus giving us sort of the cheat code to life. He's trying to give us context. He is trying to get us to see the big picture. And he's saying you can spend your entire life if you want, defining your 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 personhood, striving for accumulating things, achieving wealth and power and prestige. But he says, here's the inevitable. That what you that if your treasures are here on earth, you will leave them behind and moths and vermin will destroy them. Thieves will break in and steal them. We understand this because this is what happened in ancient Egypt. They would bury the pharaohs and the and and, and the prestige prestigious and the leaders with all of their valuables and all of their gold. And you know what really did happen hundreds and thousands of years later? Thieves broke in and stole it. And Jesus is saying, but if you lay up, if you store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, then not only not only will you have the true treasures but that also means that you understand the context of life. Therefore, you can live life appropriately and you can in the right way determine how you will spend your time, what you will fight for and what you will live for. This is the context of life. And what I really believe what Jesus means when he says, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. I believe those treasures in heaven are every act of love towards God, towards humanity, towards ourselves that we are able to deposit into that spiritual bank, if you will. That's the true treasure and nothing can destroy that. And this is the context of life. And I believe that the spirit is inviting us to take an aerial view, to see the, the full picture, to see the entire landscape of life, and then to decide that I am going to dedicate to building love. I'm going to dedicate to helping others. I'm going to dedicate to, 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 to building God and being a positive and a good and a happy person, a joyful person, a person that creates connections with others, a person that pours into others. Because I want to have the true treasures of heaven. So really quick, five ways that you can right now, because it shouldn't take an event like this to realize 
the context of life. That's why I'm sharing this so that you can right now where you are, understand and perceive the true context of life. Number one, ask yourself the question, what does my life mean? I believe our life is supposed to have meaning. Ask yourself, what does my life mean? What does the dash mean for me? If you go to any tombstone, there are, there's a birth date and then there's a, an end date. And that dash in between means your life story. It means your life. What was the meaning? What does that dash mean? What did you do? What did you accomplish? Is it simply treasures here on earth? That has been left probably to someone else. And as Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, that you, that someone else is going to take take it and destroy it anyway. Or were you invested in the true treasures? Number two, ask yourself, if today were my last day alive, would I be happy with it? Would I be happy with it? You know, there have been many studies done um, regarding those who are dying and there are five regrets of the dying that I've seen in multiple uh, studies and, and research that's been uh, placed out there. So number one, and this is under number two of if today were my last day alive, would I be happy with it? Five regrets of the dying. Number one, remaining in an unfulfilled career. Mm -hmm. Number two, not spending enough time with family. Not expressing true feelings. Number four, keeping in touch with old friends and number five taking not taking enough vacation let me repeat that these are the five regrets of the dying remaining in an unfulfilled career not spending enough time with family not expressing true feelings not keeping in touch with old friends and not taking enough vacation and oftentimes we bypass those five things because we don't understand the context of life we can't see the big picture tunnel vision where our eyes are set on this one portion this one part of life like achieving like being successful building our savings account and our retirement account you know i'm not a financial expert but there has to be balance right i understand that we have to focus on our 401ks and our and our rollover ira accounts and <laughs> all of these financial tools but what about being happy in the midst of that? What about uh, uh, learning to love those around you and spending time with family in the midst of that? Finding that balance there. That's what this is about. Number three, ask yourself the question. Why am I alive today? Why am I alive today? What is my purpose? What is my impact today? And that'll help you feel the rest of your story with meaning by asking yourself every day, why am I alive today? Paul says, I die daily. And by that, I, 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 I believe what he's, what he's saying is every day I understand that I have to submit to maybe the will of God for my life and, and, and deny some of the things that I want. But why am I alive today? Ask yourself the big question. And it's usually bigger than just simply making money or just simply um, uh, achieving and being successful. Number four, how can I love or how can I live others centered? How can I live others centered? See, that'll set you up to make deposits into your heavenly bank account. How can I live others 
centered? What can I do that will build up other people and pour into other people? And this is what I realized um, um, by those who have in my family and those who I love who have uh, graduated out of this realm. Those who deposited into other people, their legacy lives on. And there are many ways to do that. Maybe one-on-one interactions or, 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 or donating of, of funds and resources, time, whatever it might be. But again, those who live others-centered, I believe they understand the full context of life. And lastly, ask yourself the question, what am I supposed to finish? What am I supposed to finish? What am I here to accomplish and finish? Jesus on the cross said, it is finished. One of my heroes, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., the night before he died, said, I have been to the mountaintop. I've seen over. I may not get there with you, but I've been to the mountaintop. And in essence, and unbeknownst to him, I believe he was saying, I've finished my course. I've done what I was supposed to do, what I was put here to do. And guess what? That was others centered. Those who have the greatest impact, they live others centered and living others centered doesn't set you up to fail living others centered i believe sets you up to not only have treasures in heaven but to have a real and lasting impact here on this earth and a very real impact and practical benefit to your life as well i mean this is customer service focusing on the needs of the customer if we if we want to go a little corporate there But this is the lesson that I learned from my father. That things, that objects and accumulating uh, and, and wealth and money, there comes a time when that means nothing. And I'm not anti those things. I am just saying that we have to have a proper context, proper perspective on those things. And I believe that God is inviting us again to rise up, to step up, to ascend to God's point of view Yes God is all knowing But I believe God is is Willing to share that information And knowledge And perspective And world view With us If we so choose To partake Of that The context Of life If you enjoyed this podcast I ask that you um, Share with others The Gift of Love broadcast Also um, Leave a comment with uh, For us On our uh, page on Podbean or you can leave a comment and a rating on iTunes, even on Spotify, or send us an email to the gift of love broadcast at gmail.com. That is the gift of love broadcast at gmail.com. If you um, enjoy this podcast or even if you have a suggestion or a topic that you would like for us to talk about here, let us know that you're out there and that you're listening. Leave a comment, leave a like um, uh, on iTunes or on Podbean. You can also find us on Instagram. If you type in the Gift of Love broadcast, you will find us there. Um, or you can look up Lyndon Batiste. That's L-Y-N-D-O-N Batiste, B-A-T as in Tom, I-S-T-E. And I usually have to say that because everyone adds a P in my last name, Baptiste. It's not Baptiste, it's Baptiste. My name has been destroyed ever since I was a little kid. <laughs> Lyndon Batiste or the Gift of Love broadcast. Love is your greatest gift and ascend to a newer and higher understanding of what this life means. 
And ultimately, it means that we are supposed to grow in our understanding of love and our evolution into full and mature love beings. Have a blessed one and I look forward to sharing with you on the next Gift of Love broadcast.